Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It is Monday, July 18th, and this is People Every Day. Hey everyone, it's me, Janine Rubenstein. I hope you had a great weekend. I definitely did. But did anyone have a better weekend than Benifer? Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, or should I say Jen Affleck, <laughs> tied the knot in Vegas. And of course, we're going to get into every single marvelously sweet detail of their second chance fairy tale romance. That is, of course, the theme song from J-Lo's most recent film, Marry Me, which I have to tell you, I watched on a flight this weekend. Pop star and her equally famous fiancé attempt to tie the knot in front of millions before it all goes horribly wrong. And, you know, watching, I couldn't help but wonder what her real big day to fiancé Ben Affleck would be like. Well, I landed, and it wasn't hours later I got my answer. You guys, 20 years after meeting, Benifer 2.0 has made it official. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck first met on the set of their 2002 movie, Geely. And man, have they come a long way since playing Ricky and Larry in the 2003 film. I'm sorry, I, I gotta ask. Do we know each other? Not yet. I'm Ricky. The couple got engaged for the second time in April of this year, and now we know the two tied the knot over the weekend in a, quote, super small ceremony in Sin City. I know I speak for many when I say I am so excited that they made it down the aisle this time. So first up, let's talk about all the wedding details. Joining me now to share everything we know is People Senior Movies Editor, Nigel Smith. Hey, Nigel, are you as excited as I am? <laughs> Of course, it's finally happened. Yes. So yesterday, people obtained court records that showed that Ben and Jen obtained a marriage license in Clark County, Nevada over the weekend. And from there, the couple had a small ceremony, a source tells people, and an insider says they just wanted to be married, so they got married. <laughs> I love it. So tell me more about this wedding. Give me all the details. Well, they did exactly just that. They tied the knot in Las Vegas on Saturday, July 16th. And it was a very, very small and intimate affair. And they walked down the aisle at the venue called the Little White Chapel. And it occurred very, very late on Saturday. And according to a source who spoke to people, when the couple arrived at the Clark County Marriage Bureau around 11.15 p.m., the source said that they were very low-key, that they were wanting privacy, and also shared that they shared a smooch while in line, which is so sweet. The source also told us that they were very polite to onlookers because obviously everyone knew exactly what was up uh, <laughs> and um, that they were just there for around 20 minutes before walking down the aisle. And then best of all, of course, Jennifer Lopez, you know, she's always one to think of her fans and she didn't disappoint in that regard. She has the on the Jay Leto newsletter and she posted on Sunday describing the event for her, her legions of fans saying that we barely made it to the white wedding chapel by midnight. 
They graciously stayed open late a few minutes, and they let us take pictures in a pink Cadillac convertible, evidently one used by the king himself. Wow. And then they they had their own vows, right? They did have their own vows. And best of all is that she signed the newsletter on Sunday, Mrs. Jennifer Lynn Affleck, which is something... I didn't see coming. And we don't know for sure if it's going to translate into the professional realm. I imagine that it won't. But for now, just think of it. Mrs. Jennifer Lynn Affleck. It doesn't really ring off the tongue like Jennifer Lopez, but but I love it all the same. Oh, my God. It's so sweet. I love that she took the day after her wedding. She goes and says, like, hey, guys, this is what happened. And and then she has this quote. We we read our own vows in the little chapel and gave one another the rings we'll wear for the rest of our lives. But in the end, it was the best possible wedding we could have imagined, one we dreamed of long ago and one made very real in the eyes of the state, Las Vegas, a pink convertible, and one another at very, very long last. Oh, my gosh. She's just like gushing to her girlfriends, but she's sharing it with the world. I love that. So so they also considered eloping for a while. So tell me more about this. Yes, yeah, so a source told us, I think it was uh, as early as this morning, that they've actually been considering doing something really, really low-key like they just did for a while, and that it was very important for them to have a private ceremony that they didn't want their wedding to be a spectacle. Because if you think back to the Gili days, think of like the attention that their relationship got at the time from the press, from their fans, and they that didn't work out. And they obviously want this one to work out for the best. They just did this on their own terms and announced it to the world the next day. And I just think that's really, really special and just speaks to the real bond that they have. It's straight out of the movie. I'm telling you right now, they were having this big wedding in the movie and then it just didn't go right. And so she wanted to do something small. And now in real life, they did it. I'm sorry. I know this is real and that was like, marry me, but whatever. Well, let's talk about what the happy couple wore for a second. She wore two dresses. What did they look like and what did they mean? All right. So the first dress was a cute sleeveless white dress. And she made a major tease on her newsletter saying it's, quote, a dress from an old movie. But she didn't reveal what old movie it is. So all of her fans are all over social media trying to deduce exactly what movie this dress is from. And so far, no one's really come up with it, which is kind of surprising. So hopefully we get more details on that. Not the wedding planner? I don't know. People are saying the fit's different. Maybe that's it. Maybe she got it taken in. Who knows? And then, of course, given it's Jennifer Lopez, even though it was a very low-key wedding, she made a fashion change into a high-fashion stop-and-stare Zuhar Murad bridal gown, and she wore that at the Little White Chapel. The dress was white lace, off-the-shoulder design, featuring long sleeves, a sweetheart neckline, a corset bodice, and a fishtail train. And, of course, being the bride that she is, she added a matching veil with lace trim to complete the look. And Ben Affleck, he sported a white tuxedo jacket with a black bow tie and matching slacks, looking very debonair and dashing. And keeping to the low-key aspect of it all, the outfit was from his closet. (laughs) Well, lastly, let's talk about these wedding photos. J-Lo, or is it J-Fleck? now? I don't know. (laughs) Also, she shared these. So if you haven't seen them yet, everyone, head to people.com right now to check them out. But they are stunning, right? Nigel, just describe what we got out of the ceremony. 
They are stunning. My favorite is a selfie that I think J-Lo took. It shows her and Ben with him in his white tux and her in one of her dresses. And she's just given this really happy grin to the camera. And he just looks so content. And her eyes just kind of tell the whole story of just how happy she is for this moment. And then another really, really sweet photo is a very candid shot. It's black and white, very classy. And it shows Ben kissing a beaming Jen on the cheek. I don't think I've ever seen her look just so overjoyed and enraptured. And it's really, really beautiful just to see that that very sincere smile on her face. Oh, I love it. Well, love is in the air. I am so happy for these two. And there's so much more to get into, right? So, Nigel, just thank you for stopping by to break this part down with me. Thank you for having me. Of course, there's so much more to get into surrounding these two crazy kids getting hitched. They have a bright future ahead, but they also have a wildly fascinating past. After the break, we dive into the history behind this weekend's Benifer Bonanza. If I may steal a quote from the new bride's acceptance speech at this year's iHeartRadio Music Awards. And let me tell you something else. I'm just getting started. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We are back, and it turns out love does not cost a thing, though it can take about 20 years or so to secure in the case of Jen and Ben. We all know these two have been married to others, have had children, have grown their careers exponentially, dated around, had hearts broken, the stuff of life. So let's break that amazing journey down in a way only people can. Here to help me with the ultimate Benefer timeline is People's West Coast Executive Editor, Liz Leonard. Hi, Liz. Hey, Janine. Take us back to 2002. Jen and Ben had just met on the set of Gigli, right? Jen was still married to dancer-choreographer Chris Judd, and the beginning of this Hollywood love story gripped pop culture and entertainment news at the time. So why were so many people so into this couple, and why did others have so much to say? I think when they first got together, everyone was sort of like, wait, huh? You know, do these two folks fit together? The public ended up loving them together and being fixated and obsessed with them. I think that the, the love they have now was actually very similar to the love they had then. It just took sort of the, the world a while to catch up with um, what they thought about who Jennifer was and who Ben was and where they came from and, and what kind of partner that they would ultimately have. When you look at 
you know, the Jenny from the Block video, right? <laughs> Which featured and kind of played into all of that, the paparazzi shots and all of it. And you have the bandanas and then you have Ben Affleck there. They knew that they had become a spectacle, but they were trying to push against that even then, right? I, I think they were trying to do really whatever they could to to figure out what kind of public couple to be. The Jenny from the Block video, by the way, fully holds up and is amazing. <laughs> I actually spoke to Jennifer earlier this year and she said it became something that, you know, so much bigger than what they were and what they wanted. And um, it, it just sort of took away the, the real inner intimacy between the two of them. But yeah, at the time they were playing up, you know, that, that whole spectacle and sort of figuring out how they could maneuver within this insane, like white hot spotlight. So, so this takes us up to late 2003 when Jen and Ben decide to postpone their wedding. So what happened there? And remind us when the official breakup happened. They were set to get married up in Santa Barbara and they had this whole elaborate wedding plan. They sort of looked at each other and said, we're sitting here trying to plan a wedding where we're figuring out if we can have like pretend brides come in one side of the venue. They were doing everything they could to sort of distract everyone and try to have a private, personal, intimate wedding. But they realized they couldn't. They realized they'd sort of been swallowed up by this whole tsunami of attention. And the days before the wedding, they they put out a statement and they just said, basically, we can't do this. We can't do this now. And so we're postponing our, our wedding. And then a few months later, they ultimately split up for that time. In that, though, they didn't hate each other, right? Like there was never like a you don't speak to me. There wasn't that drama, right, Liz? There was absolutely sort of never any acrimony. There was always love, respect, consideration. It became clear to them at the time that it wasn't the right time. There wasn't fighting. There wasn't anger. There was none of that. It was more, you know what? We need to, for now, go our separate ways, as painful as that is, because there was always great respect and there was never any hatred. So over the next decade plus, these two remain friendly and, and support each other from afar when it comes to commenting on their projects they were working on or supporting one another's relationships, at least in public. We know that Jennifer marries Mark Anthony and Ben marries Jennifer Garner. Take me into that period. Yeah, after they after they split up, they did. They, they both found respective other partners, as you said, you know, Jen ma married Mark Anthony and had two amazing kids, Max and Emmy, and had a family. And likewise, so did, so did Ben with Jennifer Garner, and they have the, the three kids. And so they both had these, um, you know, very full families, but they never sort of fell fully out of touch. I was going to say, are you going to say they never fully fell out of loveless? I know, I know. <laughs> By the way, I caught myself. That's so funny you just said. I was like, because it's not quite that. And I think that they always loved each other on a certain level, let's just say that, but but, cer but certainly had a very sort of full other lives. They followed each other's careers and, and their paths, and, you know, and Ben had some serious ups and downs in his own, you know, sort of personal life. And Jennifer had her share of heartbreak. And after, yes, Jennifer had a public uh, relationship with Alex Rodriguez, with, with A-Rod, but they went off, explored other loves and other unions, and they found their way back to each other. And it's kind of a fascinating second chance love story. But I, I do love that 
that through line of them just always really respecting each other. And this quote that Ben Affleck gave to the New York Times where Hustler was out, her her big movie, and it had like a lot of Oscar buzz and all of that. And he says, she should have been nominated. She's the real thing. And then added that I keep in touch periodically with her and have a lot of respect for her. How awesome is it that she had her biggest hit movie at 50? That's effing baller. I think that he always saw in Jennifer what it took a long time for others to sort of focus in on her, like sort of raw talent, certainly as an as an actress and as a performer. I mean, he sort of saw that way back then. And I think he was sort of flummoxed why it took so long for her to get some of the industry attention. So after Mark Anthony, the girl from the Bronx, does what every girl from the Bronx dreams of, dating a Yankee, A-Rod and Jennifer, has, you know, start a very public relationship. While after his marriage, Ben faces, you know, some of his demons that you, you brought up and, and starts really, really working on himself, rehab, all the things. And then Jennifer and A-Rod break up in April of 2021. So walk us through their reconnection. Jennifer and, and A-Rod split up in April of 2021. And then in the months after that, Jen and Ben connected, connected, reconnected, slowly but surely um, became more public and found themselves falling in love again. And it was sort of amazing, but I was just like, this is incredible. I remember when I was talking to her this year, she was like, "It, it felt like a fairy tale. They, they tried to play it differently this time. They were, you know, very, you know, sort of quiet about their public outings. And it was a very intentional, intentional kind of low-key approach to that. They just wanted to be together. The biggest difference, obviously, was that they have kids who are very much part of their picture and how they present themselves and how they make decisions and all of that. But now they're older, they're, they're wiser, and they don't care as much about how they're perceived. As Jennifer said, love is patient. And in this case, it was like two decades patient, which is amazing. And this is it, right, Liz? This is it. I feel like this is it. This is it. This is it. (laughs) Janine, I actually believe this is it. I thank you so much for this history and for just allowing me to like live back in the magnificence that is this relationship. After all the Benifer wedding talk, we still have one last story to share with you. Back in February, we had a very special episode of People Every Day that documented iconic 90s supermodel Linda Evangelista's traumatic fat freezing experience. As you may recall, after undergoing several cool sculpting sessions, which is a cosmetic procedure that eliminates body fat, Evangelista was left disfigured. The model filed a lawsuit against Cool Sculpting's parent company seeking damages for allegedly being unable to work since undergoing seven sessions of the procedure from August 2015 to February 2016. Now, a rep for Cool Sculpting released a statement to people saying the procedure has been well studied with more than 100 scientific publications and more than 11 million treatments performed worldwide and added that rare side effects like evangelistas continue to be well documented in the cool sculpting information for patients and healthcare providers. Now, while her case slowly makes its way through the legal system, her modeling career appears to be picking back up. Over the weekend, she shared a photo of herself modeling apparel for Fendi with a caption that read, on September 9th, 2022, Fendi will host a special fashion show in New York City to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the Fendi baguette. Evangelista went on to say that she was, quote, so grateful to all of the crew members involved in the project. 
you definitely need to head to our website to check out her post. She looks absolutely stunning. And after hearing her be so vulnerable and telling her story and, and so open about her mental health during this difficult period in her life, I am beyond happy to see her back where she belongs, showing off what she's got and looking fabulous. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for jumpstarting your week with us. We'll be back again tomorrow for more People Every Day.